The game sports show and game entertainment media want to give a quick stick tap to LivingSisu.com. Sisu is a Finnish word for determination, tenacity, and resiliency. LivingSisu.com wants to activate your lifestyle by offering discounts and exclusive offers from your favorite sports brands. Sign up is free at LivingSisu.com where you will earn instant offers that will help you save on sports tools, products, supplements, and so much more. Be sure to check it all out at LivingSisu.com. Booyah, and it's time for the Game Sports Show, and we are here live inside Sports Center Bar and Grill. We're here on its famous 75-cent wing nights on Wednesdays, and it feels great to be back. We've been off for a few weeks here with these Sports Center editions and our news shows here in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. But the Game Sports Show in general, as well as Jim, the game entertainment and media, has not taken a break because of all of our show uploads. And hey, speaking of those uploads, just like where you're listening to the show now, and maybe one of our platforms, so Spotify, Apple, Podbean, Amazon, or Podtail podcast platforms, or through, of course, thegamesportshow.com. It may be directed here through Facebook and Instagram at The Game Sports Show. Either way, you're very happy you're able to join us for this edition of The Game Sports Show. And this is our Sports Center edition, obviously, as I said at the beginning, and this is our In the Pocket edition, our known In the Pocket edition. And getting right to everything, and to introduce my co-host here for tonight, and we only have one co-host, it's yours truly, David McKaig, joined with Justin Heichel. Justin, my friend, how are you? Not too bad, Dave. Good to be back at Sports Center. Good to be here on Wing Night, as per usual. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, and uh, we just got more room on the table for wings tonight. That's right. And you're, you're enjoying a nice pint. I'm enjoying a Moscow Mule tonight. Yeah, that's a change-up. That's way better than the neutrals. I'm going to be honest. This is the first time I have had a Moscow Mule. Uh, it's a cup of the handle. I think you like that. I do. And there was a show that we've recently uploaded, actually. Perfect segue. Craig Cunningham, where he brought up a story about the Moscow Mule. And also, just in general, all of our special edition uploads of the Game Sports Show, you can check out on the platforms our ESPN 1400 editions of the Game Sports Show, as well as new shows that have been put on our platform, including Hot Seat by EJ Russell, which is fantastic, as well as All Over the Map podcast with Ryan Phillips, where he's had a lot of great guests as well, as long as much more as well that's been uploaded through Scott Neeson and everyone else, a part of the platform with Gem and start getting used to hearing a lot more Gem, the game entertainment and media, because there's going to be a lot of special products put in place. Brought to you by Gem as we segue all these shows into the Gem platform. So, Justin, we had our Monday show on ESPN 400. Yours truly hasn't been able to make an appearance because of phone connection issues and long distance charges. I want to make sure this flat out say something right off the hop. I would have to pay a large amount of money just to have incoming and outgoing phone calls from the United States. So I've received some text messages from individuals saying, where are you on the ESPN 1400 edition? I am there. I promise I am there. I'm more there in spirit right now. We are configuring stuff out, and hopefully myself and Scott can have an upload through Skype as we continue to go forward as we try to get this kind of avenue solved with the phone, so hopefully I can just be on the live portion. We had a great show last week, especially with Jeff Blaschel being on the show of the Detroit Red Wings. We do not have a special edition upload this week with the Game Sports Show. It's the week of October the 19th. As we had multiple uploads, you have to get caught up on, but we will be uploading the Jeff Blaschel show individually. But here on this show tonight, as I mentioned off the hop, it is in the pockets. And Justin, Jamie's not here, unfortunately, tonight. He was unable to make it due to some special circumstances, as well as EJ Russell's unable to join us from Escanaba. So it is you and I getting kicked off within the pocket, and let's get it started with, well, 
we have taken some time off, as we mentioned off the top. We have been here in a, over, about three weeks. We haven't been at Sports Center, and that transition been op- in preparation of opening up our office at the house that I just purchased. We opened up the gem office, if you will, and in those three weeks, a lot of things happened. Teams are still winning. Some teams are losing and haven't won. Players have been released, a.k.a. Le'Veon Bell. You know, players might be coming out of suspension soon to go sign places. Teams are looking hot. Some teams are looking, eh. There's been injuries. There's been a lot in that three weeks. There's been ups. There's been downs. There's been laughs. There's been tears. Oh. Literally. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Good job. Yeah, yeah, like that. Uh, no, it's, From fans uh, and players, mind you. I mean, uh, it's been a weird... It's. It's 2020, and I mean, the NFL has been spared no expense to the shit show that is 2020. Yeah, literally shit show. And we're not going to get into everything that happened in the past three weeks. We, we cannot do that. We are going to get into talk about some brief news from week six, going into week seven. We're going to get some other shutouts to teams, players, all in this segment. And I must remind listeners that this is an in-the-pocket segment, so we're only going to have in-the-pocket to be approximately a half hour. You'll start noticing that transition. Told you about with all of our different shows getting posted in different ways, different forms, any confusion. Just reach out and ask me. I'm not going to explain it because, again, we have time constraints and we're doing things a little bit different here with Jim and in particular with the Game Sports Show and all the shows involved with Jim. So since I was saying we're in the pocket, we're going to kind of go back and forth on random topics, kind of hot topics. And the hot topic I want to start off with right now, Justin, is before we even jump into some week six and seven reaction, I think we're going to save that more so towards the end to keep it all together. Let's get into the news side of things. Talk about Antonio Brown. Okay, as we sit here right now, it is October the 21st in a very lively sports center bar and grill. Okay, everyone's following social distancing. Everyone is following the rules of the COVID-19 policies in place. But it's still busy here at Sports Center. This is the place to be in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. If you're listening from somewhere uh, throughout the world, in America, Europe, or in Canada somewhere, if, you gotta, if you're ever in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, you got to make sure you come on by to Sports Center, one of the main original homes of the game sports show. And as I mentioned, it is loud in here, but it is also loud. That's how you know we're live. That's how we know. That's how you know. But it's also loud on the football field. And it's going to get even louder. That's my segue to it. Antonio Brown is what I was saying. Rumors that are indicating right now, and by the time the show's uploaded, maybe he has signed, signed somewhere else. Who knows? But Antonio Brown. Rumors are saying it's the Seahawks. He's coming out of suspension. Last time we saw Antonio Brown, he's yelling at cops. And while well, not really, there's been videos of him running, uh, uh, running some some plays and practicing and getting prep and preparation. But in terms of social media side of things, last time I saw him was really with the the incident with the police officers almost. Yeah, no, he's uh, he's been pretty quiet on the interwebs. But, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. But the rumor is that uh, suspension's up after week eight, and uh, he's free to sign with anyone. Uh, and it sounds like the uh, Pete Carroll and the Seahawks are the most interested. Yep. Um, which is kind of interesting because, I mean, the Seahawks have a pretty stacked receiving core already. Yep, but led um, by Tyler Lockett, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, DK, Greg Olson's there. Yep. Uh, the Russell's playing MVP and, caliber like, type I, year. I mean, the Seattle's having a Seattle year. So, I mean, I guess adding a guy like Antonio Brown can't hurt, but you also have to be can, be able to contain the head case that is or the perceived head case that is. So, yep, yep. that'll be interesting. I mean, that, I picked him up in fantasy. Yep, smart. A lot I, of people did. Way to go! If he goes to Seattle, it's interesting because I don't know if you, they got a lot of speed on on the wideouts there. And Russ is the best quarterback in the league right now this year. Okay, there's a lot of notable other players that are doing quite well. 
And there's a quarterback that was playing quite well that got recently just got benched as of today, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Very heartbreaking, <laughs> pun intended. Uh, but Antonio Brown, him coming back to the NFL, is that good for the NFL or is that bad? Because overall, I want to say that him coming back and having a little success story and bouncing back from all the shenanigans that he had earlier this year on social media and going into last year without playing in Pittsburgh and jumping to Oakland and, you know, then getting over to, to uh, New England and all this and stuff happening. I, I might I might get some flack for my commentary on this one, and it might be, a, you know, I'm being a little too sensitive towards our, our boy AB there, but I, I'm a big fan of second chances, especially in sports, because you can really do a lot of good things with a second chance. Um, I thought you know, Michael Vick did some really heinous shit, and I don't think anyone can disagree with the fact that he did some stuff, and that's, you can never take that away. But the guy also managed to come back and, uh, you know, actually played almost 10 more years in the NFL. Did okay, was all right. Yep. Uh, and so with a guy like Antonio Brown having a full public meltdown, uh, mental health issues aren't easy. Nope. Mental health issues when you're a celebrity and under the public microscope, I'm assuming, are probably less easy. You know? Yep. Um, so he's taken some time. He's pretty well disappeared from social media, aside from that he weird... He had to. He, I that think weird he really rap that he came out with for <laughs> a, a brief period there. Yep. yep. But, but you know what I mean? I think like, he's probably taken some time and figured his shit out. I don't... I honestly don't think a guy like Pete Carroll at what is he, 70-something years old, is really interested in babysitting at this point. Oh, no. And he has a good leadership core there in Seattle if it all works out that he goes there with Russ. Worst-case scenario, he's a really high-profile decoy. Honestly, no matter what he did on social media, you know, at least we know he's okay, unlike Britney Spears. We know that girl needs help. Free Britney, man. I'm breaking that up because we're talking about social media, and I just read a random thought about... uh, She was... the, The quote, I think, was from Minuteman on Barstool. And, you know, we, we mentioned a lot of Barstool on here for particular reasons that won't throw away just yet. But she was dancing like a Grand Theft Auto stripper. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Anyways, social media is a big thing for players to stay off of, okay, and if you're going to be acting like Antonio Brown did overall, well, it's right? If, you, if you're going to, yeah, I don't know. If you're going to be acting like a high school kid on Facebook, then maybe you shouldn't be there. But Yep, yep. But transitioning now into a heartbreak if you will Vince Patrick and benched by the Dolphins yeah I don't uh, are you surprised I'm pretty surprised are we swearing we swearing today well we you fucking right we can swear he got fucked (laughs) I don't I really and we knew it was going to be time for Tua eventually yeah we had to know it was going to come and I still butcher his last name yeah, I, I'm never going to be able to say that. I mean, it's uh, if Madden can pull it off, I guess maybe I can do it. But, <laughs> but I don't know. I don't. Him getting pulled from a starting role, you know, Tua had to maybe learn a little bit this year. The Dolphins this year are decent. They're second in the fucking division. Three and three, five hundred. Like, they're not bad. They pummeled the Jets. I mean, anyone can but pummel the Jets. The Jets have 75 points for in six like, games. The NFL, it's weird this year, and I think it's anyone's league to win. I really honestly do believe that because look at the standings. How many teams have one win? Like, there's a 32-team league, and I bet you there's Chargers are a team. The Bengals have one. I said the Bengals would be horrid this year, too. The Texans, the Charge, or the Charge, well, no, I already said the Charge. The Jaguars, my apologies. Uh, Giants, Washington, the Vikings, yikes, and the Falcons. You know what Sorry, I mean? too. So, like, the, there's a lot of teams. Like, the league is still wide open. Yep. Wide open. And there's a lot of football left. Like, 
And the Jets, 0-6, they're averaging 12.5 points a game. You ain't going to fly in the NFL, dude. You're not going to make it. No. And Le'Veon Bell, leaving. We've talked about the Dolphins. But let's wrap that up before we jump into Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, no, Fitzpatrick got fucked, and I, I, I honestly, statistically, he has, like, no merit of being in the Hall of Fame. But, yep. man, this guy's been one of the best teammates yep. that you could see in any sort of team sport. Yeah. Like, he just fucking gets shit on and he wears it. Like, it's all right. It's my shit jacket. I'm going to wear it today. Like, yep. he even said today in his interview, he's like, I got fired. And the weird part about football is that you got to train the guy that you got fired for. Yeah. And he goes, like, I've done it before. I get it. But, like, this team finally felt like it was my team. And when you hear a guy say something like that, it's like, ah. Oh. <laughs> like, my beard quivered for his beard. Why would they rush to a, in this position? It's actually probably the perfect scenario to give him some time to, you know, work with Fitz. Fitz is a great guy. He's a heart and soul type guy. The guys love him. Because I bet you the Miami Dolphins pro shop sold out of Tua jerseys on fucking Monday morning. Yeah, well, and Fitzpatrick. Would he, and the Fitzpatrick jerseys weren't really hot sellers. So, it, I, I honestly, sports is a business. Everyone knows that. If you don't know that, you're naive, and you probably still think wrestling's real. Like that's, yeah. The, but at the end of the day, there's there's position for him on other teams that would probably welcome. Oh, 100 percent. He and he now could be I'm a starter start, on half the teams in the league right now. I I'm gonna flat out say like, there, will he get traded? There's a possibility. I'd take him on the Colts right now. <laughs> There's so. a possibility he can get dealt. You know, if Tua goes in there and does pretty good, you know, maybe the Dolphins are like, ah, let's keep Fitzpatrick for if we're going to be a playoff team. But, no, hold up. If you change that going back to Fitzpatrick is either good or bad, if there's value for Fitzpatrick, you may as well explore taking it. So I, I, I understand the modern-day football where it's like, okay, let's have that blanket, right? Look at what Breeze last year with having Bridgewater in, in New Orleans. But it's just like you look at Fitzpatrick, man. Like He was replaced in Houston. They buy Brock Osweiler. They signed Brock Osweiler and let. I, I mean, I might be wrong in my timelines here, but I'm pretty sure that's around the same timeline. Yeah, yep. And Osweiler came in and did dick all, and then they got Deshaun Watson. So, I mean, I guess it worked out for Houston, not so much for Fitzpatrick. But the guy was a quarterback in Buffalo forever. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. Buffalo drafted 15 other quarterbacks before they finally landed on Kyle Allen. He was a quarterback of the Jets. Josh Allen. Or Josh yeah, Allen. Kyle Allen's good. It's a Josh. Yeah, yeah Josh. Josh one of, yep. But, First place Buffalo Bills. Yeah, like, I don't know. I just I kind of feel bad for him because the guy's decent. Harvard grad too, I think. Yes, yes. So interesting to see. I want listeners to let us know what they think. I think moving to Ryan Fitzpatrick may not be a bad idea. I like stirring the pot though. But Jets, Le'Veon Bell leaves, gets cut from the Jets. Former Steeler. Trust me, I know Le'Veon Bell just as much as the next guy does. Goes to a stacked team in Kansas City. He essentially got fired from his job with the Jets because they didn't like him, and they paid him $18 million to frig off. Yep. He's 27. Where did we do this wrong? <laughs> Literally. And he, no, no one's even given me $10 to frig off. And when you have Edwards Hilaire, who is, you know, he ran for 161 yards last, you know. You're gonna go with a one A one or one B option or one A one A option, whatever whatever the heck the proper terms called. John a blank right now, but it's not a bad idea. But I think Le'Veon went there just to kind of maybe see, like, try to bounce back, be under that good team, maybe win a championship. But there's teams out there that could use a solid running back. I, I think that he went there honestly to just prove that he's coachable. 
Like that's I don't, I, I think Andy Reid runs a pretty tight ship, and you either you fit in or you don't. Why wouldn't you have explored system. the Lions? I know that I, I now people are gonna laugh and be like, "What the fuck are you saying the Lions for?" Because he's not gonna get any exposure on the Lions. He can help really turn around that offense. Who's on TV? Mahomes, Mahomes. Where are you gonna get looked at? Where are you gonna get seen? The I mean, aside from every TV network putting the Cowboys on every fucking week, even though they can't win a goddamn game. Sorry, that's my gripe <laughs> with the TV scheduling. That's It's out now. It's done. I've got that over with. Yeah. I just feel like the Lions, they're, they're, there's obviously a team that... But they have Adrian Peterson, and to be honest, they're he not... He had a good week last week, and they're 2-3, okay. but he was. But And Swift's been doing okay for I, him. I think having Le'Veon there would have been a, a good enough fit because... Of Adrian being older, putting the workload a little less. Swift, yes, but he's not no Le'Veon Bell. I think there's a lot of teams that could have used him. But oh, you can name off teams. I also think New he, England. Why would New England want Le'Veon I, well, Bell? Well, I think he came out with a list though and said these are this is where I want to go. And then the teams are kind of going, well, I'm not on that list. So <laughs> no. then Kansas me, said, here's your bunch of money and take it. I don't, or leave I don't it. know if they paid him that much though. No, but still. This year will be interesting to see what happens with him. To see if, if Edwards Hilaire goes down and then if Bell steps in. Then we <laughs> I think it's just more of a – I think it's an insurance policy for the Chiefs because Hilaire's a rookie. And, yeah. you know, he starts going through some fumbleitis or it gets a little something going on in his head. You still have this veteran running back yep. that you can throw in. Not, I mean, they still had Damian Williams, I think, and someone else. But – No. But – you have teams that are out there right now that are undefeated. The Seahawks. The, of course, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Anyone surprised? Uh, and the Titans. Titans got out with the uh, the skin of their pants there this they week. They sure did. They sure did. And thank you to Derrick Henry for scoring a touchdown at the end to win the game by six and not kick a field goal to win by three for my pro line ticket. <laughs> Which team loses first? I know that might spoiler some picks, but who cares? Like, I'd like that question. I, I, You're a pro-line guy. The way the Titans run the ball. You think they're is, the team? It's fucking terrifying because mm-hmm. people can't stop them. And, like, it's not necessarily even the Titans as a unit sometimes because sometimes, you know, the, it, everything breaks up. And Derrick Henry still comes out and literally makes people just... The guy's a monster, he, though. He okay, the, like, <laughs> Derrick Henry's playing on all Madden, and the rest of the league's playing on rookie. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Literally. Like, and when guys go after him, he literally just stiff arms and runs through everything. And like, I'm a Colts fan. I fucking hate the Titans, but man, like they look good. Ryan Tannehill looks like an MVP. Like, yep. I don't, and I don't really think Ryan Tannehill's an MVP at this point in the season, but he looks good. Compared to the Miami Dolphins, Ryan Tannehill, that was like the great value Ryan Tannehill. Yep. Now you've got like the brand name Ryan Tannehill. Yep, that he's found a fit. Yeah, Sometimes well, that's, that's all a, you need. Yeah, or uh, you know, he's got a coach that trusts him. Yep. Good thing for Titans fans that Brady didn't end up there. Yeah. Tell you that right now. Because if last I checked, you know, the Buccaneers may be 4 and 2, but I don't think they'd be 5 and 0. Oh. 5 and 0 oh is better. Convincing win against the Packers this weekend, though, as yes. far as the Bucs go. Yep, it was. But if I had to see a team to lose first, I'd have to say the same thing. Titans kind of because the way they run the football. That's a great example. But one thing the team that's undefeated, and we're going to transition to this topic, is somebody on the Pittsburgh Steelers. And we're not, we're not just talking Steelers because Dave's a fan. This is this is a Canadian love. And we're not going to talk about them just because they pumped Cleveland this weekend and uh, EJ 
EJ is nowhere to be found. Yeah, EJ isn't here to defend. I'm, I know. I know he's got stuff going on, but I had to throw the Browns dig in there and <laughs> screwdriver it in a little bit. Tough division. Five oh, Steelers, yeah. five one Ravens, four two Browns. Browns, you know, Raven. Bengals. Yeah, the Ravens, Ravens five and one. Lost to the sad Seagulls there this weekend. <laughs> but Chase Claypool, aka, you know, you want me to say it? Say it, please say it. Fucking Maple Tron, baby. My new favorite nickname. Maple fucking Tron, and there's I, no fucking. Let me I, rephrase that. It's a Maple Tron. But like, there's so many marketing options for him now. Oh, the Steelers are what they're posting with him being like. Just a beast. Ben saying he has God-given skills. Well, I mean, he's good. Oh, he knows how to play football. And to be honest, there's some. And I might be a bit of a nerd here in saying this, but there's something to be said for some of these guys that grew up in a CFL. Yep. You know, understanding the CFL a little bit, and I find the CFL utilizes a slot receiver a lot more. They sure do. And the slot receiver gets exposed a little more, so he's got to get toughened up. Yep, uh, and uh, that transitions a little better to the NFL and wide receivers than getting guys that weren't good at basketball and having them play wide receiver. It's a lot better having, uh, which seeing Chase Claypool as a Canadian succeed, and you figure that Juju would floor off this. In the last couple of weeks, teams would maybe pick up and maybe re- release the double coverage on Juju. You gotta respect them, though. You can't. Yeah, you can't undo what you're doing with them. You have to keep playing them that way. But Chase now is running the ball, having those weapons, and with Pittsburgh's defense, it's been a recipe for success. And Ben being healthy, look how this team can well, do when Ben is fucking healthy. They man. always find a way to to hide Roethlisberger's weaknesses. He never gets exposed. And that he's being secure this year too. He's not getting hit. Like the Steelers, much. they drive me insane again because you know it's pretty decent rivalry sometimes when the Steelers and Colts play. But like they protect Ben Roethlisberger's weaknesses. He never gets hung out to dry by his team. Nope. And honestly, he's usually one of the first people to wear it if something shitty happens. So I mean, it's it's interesting to see the success he's having and watching him develop this young. I mean, it's a young Canadian receiver, so we obviously have a vested interest in it. Yep. Um, you more so because you're a Steelers fan, but it, it's it's cool to see you know how Roethlisberger's gone on you know to pump guys out like Antonio Brown, yep, Emmanuel Sanders, Juju Smith. There's been there's and, been and great now Chase Claypool. There's been a lot of success when it comes to the wide receiver position. They haven't had to worry about quarterback because having Big Ben until he goes down, and that's where the team got exposed last year. Having a full season, knock on wood. Of him being healthy, that is what would be ideal. You know, that is why I always mention you got Fitzpatrick, the 37 year old, right? If the Dolphins ever out at the race by time deadline rolls out, if they feel like they're not confident, maybe it would be a smart thing for the Steelers to explore bringing a backup like Fitzpatrick in, or a team that is like a top team to bring in that. Like, look at Dak Prescott going down in Dallas. Dalton goes in, but. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, that's that, been great. That's a tough one there cuz I don't I don't Zeke didn't help him at all this week. Two fumbles pretty well right out of the gate. And uh, if a defense knows you can't run the ball, they're sending the house at you. Yep. And the Red Rifle had no idea what was really going on in that offense. Doesn't really look like they they didn't really have another playbook or a set of plays to start Andy Dalton out and try to get him comfortable. 
You yep. got hung out to dry from the get-go. It's like, oh, you're not Dak Prescott? Well, good luck. Yep. And Dak was so emotional. So sad. Yeah, you know, that's a bummer. That's a real bummer no. for him. <laughs> no, it is. Last last topic we'll get to because we are going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to have our picks and then the show will be wrapped up. Lions get a W. Yeah, it was a good one against the Jags. It's good to see. Uh, it's good for the Lions fans around here because it's, uh, especially our buddy Pat, He's been having a rough uh, Facebook post are getting concerning regarding the Lions. Yeah, a little bit. At, uh, Friend of the show, Pat DeLuca, a little shout-out, and a lot of Lions fans, you know, obviously with Scott and, and with Butch uh, being involved uh, with Lions. You know, you have a lot of coverage with our, through our ESPN 1400 partnership, obviously with the Lions, and a lot of coverage that way. And we want to see them have be successful. Because, yes, it's also successful. It gives us more traffic when well, they're successful, it's too. It's frustrating because I don't think the Lions are an awful team. you got no. a good quarterback. you got a the, good the, set of receivers. The blame goes to the owners. To, oh, my God. It goes all over the place. They need to get a weapon on receiver. That's They haven't replaced Megatron since he uh, left. Kenny Galladay is pretty good. He's and good, but they still Jones have not. Re- but they haven't replaced Megatron. Yeah, well, you can't really replace Megatron, Dave. <laughs> They haven't really replaced How about Barry running Sanders back? either. Well, Le- 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 Le'Veon Bell was available, man. Yeah, but he doesn't want to go there. Uh, money it's talks. Cold. Money talks. You know, sometimes guys just don't want to go places. Yeah, well, yeah, we know he that just pl- from all He sports. just played in New York. And yeah. fucking Rick Moranis got punched in the face in New York a few weeks ago. <laughs> no wonder Le'Veon Bell doesn't want to be there. You know what? I'm surprised with the Giants being one and five, though. That's one thing I want to say. I, I thought they'd be more of a 500 team this year, but for them to be struggling. Yeah, I did too. That's why I had Saquon Barkley on my fantasy team until his knees gave out. Gave out. And you know, there's another team that could have used some running back help. Well, they got Devonta Freeman, but yeah, he's just. But he's not Le'Veon Bell. He's a buster out there. Yeah. A lot of teams could have used that service. Back to that topic. But the big thing that I want to say before we wrap up go to break was the Lions getting a W. It was good for them to see this week. And uh, they're still in it in the NFC North. They have a chance. Think of Jim Carrey when I say that. Justin is across from me at this table. We're here at Sports <laughs> Center Bar and Grill. It's swing night. A pizza on the table as well. You got a nice brew. I got my Moscow Mule still sipping on. And at the same time, being responsible, being safe. And I want to say flat out listeners, hopefully everyone is being safe out there. And in terms of the game sports show, you're listening through Spotify, Amazon, Apple, Podbean, Podtail. Don't hesitate to hit like and check out this, all the great, amazing sponsors that we have through our website. But make sure you click on Sports Center so you can see their address and get your asses down here. But Justin and I are not done yet. We're going to take a break, hear from a couple sponsors. When we come back, we're going to wrap up the show. We're going to get to our picks and then get to the conclusion. Nice, short and sweet version of In the Pocket, which will be our Sports Center show for the majority going forward. We'll be right back after these messages. The Game Sports Show, powered by Jim, would love to give a belly rub to Northern Critters in Need. Northern Critters in Need is an animal foster and adoption agency located in Ignis, Ontario, with connecting stations within Thunder Bay and Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, Canada. NCIN can be found on Facebook and Instagram at Northern Critters in Need, with a mission to rescue lost, abandoned, and abused and unwanted pets. With an aim to find forever homes for these animals, doesn't matter where you're located. If you're looking to bring a new fur baby into your life, NCIN. The reach of our rescue goes far beyond our township. 
You are listening to The Game Sports Show, powered by GEM, the game entertainment and media. This upload is brought to you by SportsCenter Bar & Grill, named Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario's best sports bar. Make sure to check out SportsCenter in particular on Monday and Wednesdays for their 75-cent wig nights. So delicious, you can't beat them. Head on over to 624 Wellington Street West to watch the big game. SportsCenter Bar & Grill, the Sioux's best sports bar. You can follow The Game Sports Show on Facebook and Instagram at The Game Sports Show. Welcome back to the Game Sports Show. Dave McCaig with Justin Heichel inside Sports Center Bar and Grill. Famous 75-cent wing nights here at Sports Center Bar and Grill. This is the Game Sports Show powered by the Game Entertainment and Media and brought to you by all of our various sponsors, including ESPN 1400, which is also one of our broadcasting partners as well. But as we sit here inside Sports Center, <clears throat> enjoying the delicious food and the great atmosphere inside Sports Center. Must remind listeners that our Sports Center editions are in the pocket only for the near future. And as in the pocket is a year-round event, especially in our hometown of Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. So there's going to be more local when the NFL is done. But even if there isn't, there's always off-season. And then once it dies down in the pocket, we will bring in another topic in a substitute time until NFL is relaunched. So you're going to hear a lot of football. You're going to have a hockey upload and a baseball upload all singularly now, all by themselves. Very organized, Justin. It's uh, different strokes for different folks. Like you're not gonna. <laughs> that's have what to, she said. <laughs> you're not gonna have to listen to our uh, three-hour nonstop babble to uh, get your baseball update or your soccer update. It's all one show, baby. And so. if there's some bonus uploads with UFC and Intercontinental Inch, if he makes a surprise appearance, it's all gonna be on its own platform and area for you to tune into just for that specific segment. Special spot for Scarpino's immaculate grammar. Oh, immaculate grammar and for soccer. I've already talked to Daniel. It'd be great to get him to do a, his whole soccer segment himself. If you, if you haven't read one of his articles, actually read it. The way the guy breaks everything down is its wonderful, actually. Fantastic. Check out, if you want to submit an article too, you can do so. We proofread it. If we approve, we'll put it on our website. Heck, if you want to stop in and be a, a fan guest, we haven't done those in I, quite a while because of COVID, but if you want to jump on Skype, you're more than welcome to really do so. We really appreciate opinions because yep. I like to argue with people. Yeah, I love it. Gets me all sorts of going. If you got points you want to talk about, like seriously, this isn't a joke. Nope. We love to chat. Sometime. We're one of those platforms that we're very open and we want to give back and be com- have communication with our listeners and fans at all times. Anyone who shouts out, wants to talk to us, make sure that we answer each and every one of you. Yes, to the best of our abilities. I know you hear that everywhere, but we want you a part of the voice of the Game Sports well, Show, in particular with Jim. It's a real serious two minutes here, touching base with the fans. But like, if you see, honestly, if you see, like, we've had comments before where there's areas of local sports that have been underserved. Yeah. If if you think that you could do it, and that'd out. be for our local side, because yeah. obviously with Gem, we have a local side of things, we have a national side of things, we've got all these different shows, all these happenings going on. It's amazing. It's fantastic stuff. But we are continuing in the pocket. We did jump into some week six discussion with wins, you know, some teams that won. And to quickly get into that, then we're going to get into our week seven picks and wrap up the show here tonight. And we have a lot going on this week. Like, as I mentioned, our own hockey show this week, we got baseball, got a lot of shows upcoming. So there's a lot of content you'll have to get to as a listener if you listen to this after recording. But what I want to say about week six quick is the game of the week for you and the game of the week for me. All right, that really stuck out. Everyone knows what happened last week. We don't need to jump into talking about what happened, right? So 
The game that I really wanted to jump into with Week 6, there was a few games. The shootout between the, the Titans and Texans was certainly a big one that stood out to me. I'm not sure if you were going to go that route. But the Steelers' convincing win over the Browns, that was also another one that really showed just triumphant offense. But the game of the week that I really, really got attached to, and you might be surprised by this, is just the overall performance of the Cardinals over the Cowboys. That, and I'll tell you why that was my, my, it wasn't the game of the week. I already mentioned some other ones that were ahead of it. But in terms of a team, and I've sat here, I think you also sat here about the Arizona Cardinals I, saying that I, this I, is going to be a good football team. They're 4-2 and two right now. They had a convincing win over, yes, a team that's missing Dak, right? They have a little bit of injury, but they're not a team that is a 28-point difference over the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals won decisive we, fashion. We have it on record that not one person would take my bet that the Cardinals were going to finish higher than the 49ers. I agreed with you. I agreed with you. That's why the Cardinals are a fucking good football team. And that is why that was my game that really stuck out to me that I really looked into the stats. And that's what I, I mean, mean by this. We're only like week six, but yep, still. Chiefs and Bills, shout out to that too. There's, like I said, there's games that are that were way more entertaining. But just that Cardinals decisive win, the team's coming together, the chemistry's looking great on the field. Everything's just fitting nicely. When you watch Arizona, it's, it's nice to watch. It is a very, if you're watching teams, if you're one of those individuals that have coached football, played football, just overall fan of football in general, really pause and watch the Cardinals, all right? The way the communication is on the field and the offense, the they, defense, well, sidelines. Like they're having fun. Yep, they are. Mean, actually, there's a, uh, there's a good bit. Uh, Kenyon Drake's mom called him out on his play this week. <laughs> <laughs> he said, that one stung more than the coaches call him. He out of my play. Like, that's good stuff. That's good wholesome stuff. We, you know what? That's good accountability on the parents' part. And they have good leadership that on that team, in too. the NFL. If he's playing like shit, tell him he's playing tell like him. shit. And seeing like, guys like a leadership on that team, like Larry Fitz, right? There, there's a, a Pittsburgh native, right? There, there's a guy that I've always just would love to see in a Pittsburgh Steeler jersey. Not going to happen. The Forever guy bleeds, always bleeds. And I'm not saying this team's going to win you a Super Bowl this year, but at the end of the day, that's a team to watch. Justin. Uh, I'm just uh, going to give a shout out to the Bears. They beat the Panthers this week. I mean, the Bears are quietly five and one. Holy, yep. Uh, nice. Everyone was riding the Packers train pretty hard, and the Packers got beat up by Tampa. And now I think the NFC North is pretty well a wide open division. It is, and the Bears five and one. I mean, that's I, playoff uh, bound. It's playoff started today, so it's a uh, large hammer. Nick is there doing what he does. How big you think? Never mind. We're not going there. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes so. aside, no, we won't go there. But in terms of week six, like I said, we're not going to jump into everything, but those are the games that stood out to me. Obviously, if I had to choose a game that was most entertaining, I'd go with the Titans and Texans. Like, yeah, <laughs> no, that was a, a good one. That's definitely probably the game of the week. But Transitioning to the game that's going to be the least entertaining in week seven. Yes, Giants-Eagles, baby. Uh, someone has to win. <laughs> and who's winning it? Justin, uh, you can go first. I think the Eagles are going to come out and just stomp them. I'm going to be different. I'm going Giants. You know, leave a little bit of faith in the Giants. You know, I got a couple of Giants guys in fantasies. My fantasy year has been shit. Why not have a pickup in week seven? You should be my hockey number for a few years. Maybe you'd be a little lucky to be week seven. What do you think? No. No, I think the Giants <laughs> are dead in the water. Um, Panthers, Saints. I, I, I honestly think this is a clean sweep, but that's just me. I'm picking the Saints. I'm taking the Panthers. Holy Christ. Like it. 
Okay, is that just a bull prediction? Or no, just I, I really like the Panthers this year. I think Teddy Bridgewater is getting better week after week. Wait and till Christian uh, McCaffrey is well, back. Well, that's what I mean. Like Crispy McCaffrey. They're only going to get better. Bills, Jets. Justin. Bills. Oh, why not the Jets, bro? Just kidding. I'm not. I'm, my touch football team could beat the Jets. <laughs> I am uh, not saying the, the, the Jets because they are 0-6. And and like, I think Joe Flacco is upset that he plays for the Jets. Yeah. <sighs> Browns, Bengals. Uh, I think the Browns are going to come back uh, and kind of beat up on the Bengals this week. Yeah, poor Bengals. One of the rough start. Rough start for somebody's career there, over there. But, again, you know, take the bumps and bruises. Cowboys and Washington Football Club. Uh, this is a tricky one based on the tight game Washington played last week. Um, but I think the Cowboys are going to come back. I, I don't really think Andy Dalton's as bad as he looked against the Cardinals. No. I think they were underprepared. That was going to be my example right then and there. Three, three straight clean sweeps, but pretty obvious picks for the last three. This one, I'm definitely picking the Cowboys. Packers, Texans. Listen, okay. This is going to be – this is one of my takers for a high-scoring week right here. Okay, yeah, and I'm picking the Texans. I'm taking the Packers in this one. The Texans aren't good. They're not, but I just I just feel like I mean, Deshaun Watson's gonna you know. Well, they can get themselves into a shootout. That's for sure. I just yeah. they can't finish. Next up, Lions Falcons. Yes, another uh, another sneaky good matchup this week. I think this is probably another high scoring game. Uh, the Falcons were the team that everyone thought they were going to be against the Vikings. Yep. And uh, the Lions look decent against Jacksonville. So I mean. I, and I mean, I know everyone's rolling their eyes, Lions against Jacksonville. <sighs> but I, I really do think this is going to be a good game. There's uh, a lot of uh, good uh, quarterback-receiver combos going on there. See, I'm going to go Lions as well. Continue the hot streak <laughs> against a team. They need These are the games they have to win, right? These are the games they have to win. Steelers, Titans, baby. It's a sneaky good one this, this week. This is the game of the week for yours truly. And let me tell you, black and yellow is not stopping, baby. Mapletron is going to get that syrup. He's going to do whatever the heck the Mapletron does. He's going to run into that end zone, use his God-given talent. That's as per Bri uh, Brian. Here I go. Ben Roethlisberger, his quotes there. Okay, and you have Juju. I'm in Washington. Uh, you have a lot of names there. So I feel like the Titans are in for a battle this week. The running game has been in, has been kind of scarce, and I think the Steelers' defense is going to capitalize on that. Capitalize on offense is going to turn into a decisive win. I call Steelers win by two touchdowns this week. I'm going to take the Titans this one because if you run the ball, you control the clock. And the Steelers score fast because they pass the ball. Yep, you shut down the passing game. A little issue there. But... We split that. I like that. Seahawks. That's a new one. Seahawks and Cardinals. Honestly, I was just singing the praise, <laughs> singing the praise to the Cards, but you got a tough one this week. Uh, if they get the win this week, listen. It's uh, a test, though. A big test. It's a good measuring stick for them, but I'm picking the Seahawks. I'm taking the Cardinals. No reason to go with the underdog. Yeah, that's... Chief. I've, I've been riding the Cardinals hard. Yes, so. you have. I agree. I just... Not taking the betting side of things. Trying to go with more of a sure thing. Chiefs, Broncos. I'm going to take the Chiefs. Yeah, was there any thought that it was going to be the Broncos? No, I mean, but <laughs> I mean, I picked the Broncos in pro line this week against Patriots. So Four more Jags, Jags and Chargers. Uh, I'm going to take the Chargers. Chargers are uh, looking pretty good with Justin Herbert at QB. That's a good pick. See, that's while you were saying that, I was kind of typing that to make a – Make sure I was going to mention him. Uh, so, 
that's that's the win this week for the Chargers. I feel like they're going to ride that. They're going to have that, having that strong quarterback presence. I just feel like the Jags are a little bit in a dumpster fire heading to that direction. So Chargers are going to capitalize on that. Just that's just a stupid non-expert opinion for you at all. Basic common sense. That's why that pick was chosen. 49ers Patriots. I'm interested in this matchup. I think the 49ers are going to stomp them. The Patriots look like trash this year. They do, which is great to say, but still, still an interesting matchup. You never, uh, never should never doubt Bill Belichick. Okay, never doubt that no, man. No, but they don't. Uh, they look off. There's something about them. They're just not. They're not. I don't know it, if it's no because number twelve isn't there, bro. Tom, I think Cam's looked okay at times. I mean. He's got like five rushing touchdowns already this year. He has a new toy, Belichick, and he's been able to use it at times when he was able to play anyways, right? Just yeah. seems like their uh, the receiver talent's kind of letting them down. Yep. Bucks Raiders. Ah, ooh. Ooh. That's a Sunday nighter too, right? Yes, that is um, a game. That is a game right there. I'm going to take the Bucks in that one. Uh, that's what I had typed out as well for myself as I record our picks. Dave and Justin both going with the Bucks. Last game, Bears and the Rams. Yeah, I'm going to pick the Bears. Yes, you are, because I am as well. Not because of me, though. That's not why you picked it. But you get the Bears are riding hot. Longhorn Nick, if you will, is riding hot. They're 5-1, and one, the Bears. And they've Goff and the Rams are a little bit of a tight test, and they might underestimate the Bears a little bit, just a bit. Yeah, the Bears' defense is playing like the Bears' defense. Uh, everyone expected them. They do. Yep. So, Jamie's picks are not in, obviously. He... Uh, Last minute thing came up for Jamie. Uh, very obvious last uh, uh, last minute thing where he was unable to make it, obviously. So, uh, Jamie, we hope is back next week. Uh, but we have taken the last few weeks off, so we don't really have results for that. But picks were recorded, and in that meantime, when we come back next week, we'll get all caught up with the total we'll round overalls. it up. We'll let you know. We will let you know. I, going, know, ev- I know everyone's concerned. Going into week four. It was me, 30 and 17. Justin, 29 and 18. Jamie, 32 and 15 was the record. So I was in the middle pack. Justin was last of us three, Jamie, but all within three to, or two games. Very close weeks. So, Justin, that has been our in the pocket. The, Everyone's uh, like, what the hell? What? It's a quick one this week. I mean, uh, uh, we'll give you a shout out that Michigan football is back this Saturday as well. Yep. Um, college, the college football scene still I, active. Uh, I'm nowhere near as exciting as uh, EJ and Jamie when it comes to college football, but I tried yep. to give a shout out there. Yep. When it comes to the college football ranks, that's certainly EJ and Jamie's forte that we let them get into, and that's maybe something that could be one other thing that's brought onto the platform. Just saying, there's a lot of things that are going to be available for you to listen onto Gem as we go forward. So, Justin, we've been here at Sports Center Bar and Grill. 75 cent wing nights has been absolutely delicious food on this table the wings the pizza i just love their pizza justin oh my god wild pizza and the atmosphere is always lively here at sports center and keep an eye on all of our episodes and uploads keep an eye on those changes that we have we'll keep reminding you and pretty soon there'll be a nice little release and media upload of the opening of our office we do plan to open up the office by November the 1st, which is a Sunday, because we plan to watch Sunday football in that office and do some recordings during some live games. It's convenient. It's also the day all the Halloween candy goes on sale. Exactly. Very convenient. But that is the plan. The original expected date was supposed to be the 25th, so it has been pushed. So if it does get pushed, it's just because of constructional reasons. We are making it top-notch in there. 
inside the office, making it all accessible for uh, for customers to come by as we get clients, customer sponsors, everything stop by the office and everything of such as uh, myself, the team, uh, and in particular, shout out to my girlfriend who obviously lives with me but has been putting up with the nonsense in there as well. I'm doing very hard work, including my family as well. Everyone who's been involved, we certainly appreciate it, especially the team of Jim from all over. In Escanaba to EJ, Michigan to Scott, Detroit to Butch, myself here, Connor, Scarpino, everyone everyone here locally on the team, Jamie in particular as well, as he was in charge of building the bathroom. He was he was probably the hardest task of all. Yes, and that's why I wanted to save to bring that up. Dane, obviously, who's home now. Alex Parr, who's done a great job. He actually demoed my birthday. It's it birthday is his today. birthday today, too. That's right. Special shout out to Alex Parr for that. Our main one of our co-hosts on the special edition shows and on our hockey edition of the game sports show where we do a lot in a lot of our local coverage. Everything Alex does, he was a part of the demo of of the of the office as well. Everyone chipped in great. And you, the listeners, all the new followers and reactions we have had, we appreciate it. So enough with all the sappy stuff and wasting uh, more people's time as I'm sure you'd like us to get wrapping up so we're going to do that. Justin, thank you very much. Eh, no problem. You know where to find me. Yep. Lurk, I'm lurking around the West End. Yes, you are. I'm now in the other side of town. That's alright. I'll take the uh, the bypass. And <laughs> this is the Game Sports Show powered by Gem as, long, as well as, sorry, all of our partners and sponsors and broadcasting partners. Make sure you check out our website. Get all directed to all of our platforms. Make sure you follow us on social media in particular as well. Facebook and Instagram. I'm here to remind you until our next upload, keep your stick on the ice, swing your bat, catch your touchdowns, drain your threes, and shoot your shots. Booyah.